Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to some Toronto Raptors news, Riker, and the Golden State Warriors. Obviously, uh, the last time they were in the finals, they were burned by this man. They're interested in acquiring Pascal Siakam this offseason, according to Yahoo Sports. Riker, a lot of people, particularly in our uh, Hornets trade video, or the that hypothetical trade brought up by Bleacher Report, a lot of people wanted Siakam gone, and obviously the Warriors have been a team that's been rumored and linked for a long time now. What are your thoughts on the, this report officially coming out? Did you just say who the trade partner was, or did you just say that they were interested in trading the, for him? The Golden State Warriors, no specific players. Okay, okay. I, do, I don't want to jump ahead here and react, but this, as a Raptors fan, or as the Raptors front office, I guess the more realistic or you know the people actually making the decisions on this, you're interested in making this deal if you're really low on Pascal Siakam, so low to the extent that you think he truly is just an energy guy and he's not going to come back from his injury with that same level of energy that he used to play with. Because obviously, statistically, he took a bit of a dip into this season. Now, you and I, we were looking at not having fans, not having that same strong team around, having a lot of people out with health and safety, a lot of injuries, so no consistency in the lineup. And we looked at all those things to say, it's really outside of Pascal Siakam's strong suit, all of these factors. But maybe you're saying, you know, these factors aside, he just is taking a step back or he's reached his ceiling. Maybe that's why you'd look at doing this move. Yeah, and he was looking really strong as the season went along, particularly after he came back from health and safety protocols. Once he got in a little bit of a rhythm, then obviously that injury happened. And he's ha has shown flashes of being potentially a great number one option, or at least a solid one with a solid supporting cast. But again, it, the, the inconsistency last season, it made it tough, the injuries, the everything that's gone on. You're just hoping he turns it around next season. Obviously a trade, it might happen, it might not, but... It, it, Regardless of what team he's on, you hope he bounces back. But Riker, with the Golden State Warriors in mind, we have to break out a new little segment. We debuted it on a Courtside Digest. If you guys haven't been keeping up on the videos over there, check it out. But we got to pull up the trade machine, Riker. That's right. Our trade machine is up and you can see Pascal Siakam going to the Golden State Warriors in return for Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman. You can't add picks or anything to the trade machine, but obviously you'd be bringing back Wiggins' massive contract in return, who's also been sort of a, an enigma across the NBA. And then obviously 19-year-old James Wiseman. When this was rumored a while back, Riker, a lot of people were saying, add in another pick, add in that Timberwolves pick that could potentially be top notch this season or if it uh converts if it doesn't convert because i think it's top four protected it goes to the timberwolves then a number one or first round timberwolves pick for next year do you think that the warriors would have to add that in a pascal siakam trade because james wiseman is 19 obviously wasn't the most tremendous of rookie seasons but still has a lot of potential wiggins has sort of redeemed his value a little bit back what do you think that uh that specific trade proposal is all about and okay, your your audio cut in and out. So let me just give me the nod if you're if 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 I'm on to it here. We're saying Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman. Who's offering up a pick here? No, no picks. People are saying it's just that's the base. Would the Warriors have to add the Tim Rolls pick in that deal? 
would the Warriors have to add a pick to that? Do, I would. I think I would probably do this pick if I'm front office Toronto Raptors and I'm low on Pascal Siakam right now because you're trading, you're going a little bit younger, mm-hmm. right? You're committing to OG at the four. That has yep. to be what you're intending on doing here. And you're taking a big developmental step up in that five position. So you're saying maybe we're not going to get a top draft pick necessarily in the lottery, but maybe with a top 12, top 14 secured, we can really get a positional need and hinge our future around developing James Wiseman. Because those couple games that I watched the Warriors play this past season, he is massive, Ben. He's all of seven foot or seven foot one. He's pretty mobile. He started his career shooting about 31% from three on, I think, limited attempts, like one, one and a half attempts per game. But you can obviously build on that. Pascal Siakam started his career at 17% and 21%. It was really low, and you developed him to be fairly consistent. So this guy has all the tools, and he's huge. So I, I think that this could make sense if you're ready to move along from Pascal Siakam. Now, you know, the homers in us or the amount of leniency we were willing to give him, I, I don't think there's any move necessarily that would make sense to just trade him. doesn't matter if you add in a pick. I, I still think you, you retain Pascal mm-hmm. Siakam. You give him another year. Right. But if if your mind's already kind of made up that you you want to shop him around, you want to put him on the block. I see nothing wrong with this trade as is. See, you've got to be high on James Wiseman's potential for that to be the case. And you brought up his length, his shooting ability, his just overall potential is great. But one thing when you look at creep warrior subreddits, when you watch the games, his overall game sense is just not there. He doesn't really know where to be. And that's obviously a young big man that's to be expected but that's an area where you some players just don't develop that now maybe in a Nick Nurse system you learn from that one of the best coaches in the NBA obviously coach of the year that would help with in the development the Raptors development staff but you like James Wiseman as a young pro prospect but right here is Andrew Wiggins a positive asset at this point because that that's still a big contract and Yes, he did. He was much better on the defensive end this season, but still a high volume, low low efficiency sort of wing scorer. Canadian. Whenever he plays against Toronto, he's an absolute beast. So maybe night in, night out, that would translate over time. But Riker, I'm not sure Wiggins is the guy you want to bring back for a Pascal Siakam who has definitely done a lot more than Andrew Wiggins in today's NBA. Are you telling me high volume, 15 shots per game on 48% from the field, 38% from three is low efficiency? Because that's a pretty good stat line to me. Then you layer on top, he's getting about five rebounds, two and a half assists. And I I don't like his turnovers, about Mm -hmm. two turnovers per game. But to me, that's a guy that's worked on his game. He's played within a system where, you know, he's with Steph Curry, he's, under Steve Kerr, like, I feel like you learn a lot from that. Now you implement them onto a team where the overall team is a lot better than that Warriors roster. I, I don't think that that's a negative asset at all. Now, people are going to come back probably in the comment section and say, you're tripping. 
Andrew Wiggins, he's had a career full of opportunities to be the number one guy. Then he moves to the Golden State. Now he has two seasons to be the number two guy. He hasn't particularly flourished in either of those roles. But, you know, if you look at his career stat lines, they're not bad. I think he's just not been on the right roster for him. But I I find it hard to say he's a high-volume, low-efficiency guy when he's He's close to 45, 50% every year, and his three-point shooting has only improved every single season. Yeah, this is like effective field goal percentage and all that has improved, especially this season in Golden State. Yeah, it only tells half the story. You're right. You're right. Because a lot of those shots, right, they're long middies, and it's gone from in his rookie season, you know, 45% of his efficient field goal percentage, really where you measure the the efficiency of a player. It's in the name. It's gone up to 54%, which is solid right but he still takes a lot of those weird midi jump shots and he's getting paid the same amount as pascal siakam in fact it's even more right so that's the reason a lot of people are down on siakam i'm sure if siakam was getting 12 million dollars at this point no one would be saying move this guy ranting and roaring in our comment sections and on reddit and twitter so wiggins is a guy that you'd have to be willing to accept the frustrations now it also opens up some guard positions you're moving og to the four right Wiggins could obviously play the three Trent at the two Fred at the one that would be the potential lineup there but I don't know if I like that more than Siakam I guess if you're adding Wiseman in it it could kind of make sense but Riker I think this is all dependent on where the Raptors land in the draft class this year because if we do get a top pick if we get number one number two number three we could potentially draft Mobley in that that position who is a really promising young big man and if we get that number one pick Riker we might draft Kate Cunningham who's a point guard and obviously Kyle Lowry's still on this team Fred Van Vliet's still on this team Malachi Flynn is still on this team Trent is on one of those you know on-ball guard players he's not point guard by any means but you might have to make some moves in that direction with Fred Van Vliet or whoever's in the back end of the roster if you're bringing in Kate Cunningham so well Kyle Lowry's as good as gone and we have videos coming out, out on him tomorrow. Yeah, and that's not even what I'm referencing. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, to me, there's if you are making moves forward, right? If you're yeah. not making regressive moves, if you're making a trade for Pascal Siakam, it should be a trade up or a trade in the right direction. If you land a high draft pick, right, you're probably not going to, you shouldn't necessarily pick positionally. You should pick based on the best player. It's pretty stacked, it seems, this year for guards, shooting guards, point guards, right? You're, you've already committed to Fred Van Vliet. To me, there's no future if you're trying to make a playoff push with Kyle Lowry. So you're good as well to move on with him. So I don't know. I just wanted to interject there and say Kyle Lowry shouldn't be part of the considerations. Yeah, you're getting on the, the roasted move on from Kyle Lowry. We won't dive into this debate because we're going to break that down in the next video. But I don't know. I feel like we need something additional because Weissman's a question mark. Wiggins is a null asset. And sure, Siakam's value did tank a little bit this, or a solid bit since the bubble, but he's still a five-month injury. He's going to miss the start of the season. So he might come back worse, right? Don't discount that. If you're trading a guy that's it's pretty neutral trade, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a, that's maybe fair. it is a null trade. But apparently, and that's not bad return. Uh, Michael Grange reported after we posted that video, apparently he'll be able to, uh, get back to game action or training and doing different things by mid-July, but full five-on-five, that will be uh, the end of the year. So there is still potential that he might not be horrible coming back immediately once he returns in the season. Who knows? Maybe he'll be back at the start of the year, but there's a lot of question marks. Riker, 
Fine. To end it off, do you think Pascal Siakam will be traded this summer? Yes, no. I don't think he'll be traded. I don't think he'll be traded. I'm not low on this proposed trade, mm-hmm. especially if we're re-signing Ken Birch. We're keeping Ken Birch around. Yeah. The Raptors managed to land Rashawn Holmes, and then you do get a relatively decent draft pick that you can pick another two-guard or three-guard or something like that, and then you pull in a guy like Wiseman. You're right. It's basically 100% on potential, and that's what you're looking at, but I, I don't see any trade happening, and I'm of the camp. You might as well keep Siakam. Yeah. Have a more normalized season. Let him try again. Yeah, exactly. For sure. And I'm in the same boat. I don't think he gets traded. But let us know what you guys think in the comment section below. What are your Pascal Siakam trade proposals? Because I know you guys got them. Let us know in the comment section below. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, all that cool stuff. Riker, do you have any last words on uh, Pascal Siakam to the Warriors trade? (laughs) I don't even know at this point, Ben. Cheers.